Don't Get Me Wrong, the podcast where we talk trash about the things people love to hate and hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Here in the coronavirus <laughs> quarantine, we're still coming to you live because yeah. guess what? Podcasting you can do from home. It's the oh, yeah. social distancing uh, king of mediums. Yeah, I know. Everyone's going to start a podcast this week. I can feel it. It's like... Yeah. Anyone with an idea, it's time to podcast it. You know, YouTube is so last year. It's time to get on that Apple podcast train. But um, yeah, I mean, coronavirus really, really reared its head this last week. I think our last episode, we were both kind of jokey about it. And then when I was in New York, <laughs> Matt was basically like, say la vie. Um, <laughs> so how are you feeling about things now, Matt? Are you... Uh... I mean, okay, here's the thing. I'm st- I'm still not that worked up about coronavirus. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yes, like it's 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 bad and you know, like I don't want <laughs> Yes, it's bad. I don't want to make light about it. But (laughs) at the same time, it's like, okay, of you know, there's so many (laughs) problems in the world and including the coronavirus. Including the coronavirus. Shutting down economies. Yes, yes, uh, yes. It's shutting down economy. (laughs) But I'm not necessarily like I think also the fact that you had me watch Contagion and Outbreak Mm -hmm, this week, which mm -hmm. we'll get to on our Thursday uh, episode, yeah. I'm like, go cool, guys, this is not that bad. No <laughs> one is like bleeding out of their eyes. This is like lots of people it's are not fine. a zombie virus. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so like, yes, th- it's like very frustrating. Mm. It's it's terrible. It's mm-hmm. I don't wish it upon anybody. <laughs> I hope that everyone stays safe. But at the same time. I think I think I'll be okay. I don't know. <laughs> what it are was, your thoughts on it? It gave me so much joy. I mean, I I think I have like waves of anxiety about it. Not like necessarily that I'll catch the virus and I'll die from the virus, but just the lasting effects of this um you know, this mo this blip in history. Oh yes. I so, have anxiety about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of that going on. I mean, I feel like you know, we were just in New York and I feel like sort of responsible to self-isolate now because I don't want to, I think about my parents or whatever, you know, I'm virtue signaling now as you once put it, but I loved this whole week watching you on your little tour through New York City (laughs) as you went to brunch and you got sushi and you, you made fun of the kids at the park and it was just, we're, we're too two sides of a coin i think in our reactions okay well number one everybody now as of what's today today's monday as of now Mm -hmm. everybody on social media is like "Ah, i've always known what a quarantine was i've always known what social distancing was like it was born within me how dare anybody (laughs) has ever done anything different Okay, on Thursday, no one knew what was going on. Nobody (laughs) knew that, like, this was a big deal. They were shutting down things, and people were like, what? Oh, my gosh, I got to buy 900 rolls of toilet paper. (laughs) Like, it was only, only did I hear about that, what is it, like, blunting the curve or whatever? Like, Thursday evening. Yeah, flattening, flattening. Yes, yes, yes. So, like, bludgeoning the curve. We're all... And and the fact that this supposedly has a 14-day incubation cycle, which is what I've heard, and then also that lots of young people 
get it and get rid of it and never even have symptoms for it. So it's like this (laughs) invisible disease that anyone Mm -hmm. could just be having or passing around anytime. Like for me, that signals that all of us could potentially have been passing it around for like the past week or so. So just because we're all social or, you know, isolating now, which is great doesn't necessarily mean that like we are all blameless as of you know this past yeah, week yeah, 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 yeah. but i was yeah. living my best life and that sushi was good and there was nobody else in that restaurant for me to pass it to really and yeah. then i went to see first cow which <laughs> truly nobody would have gone and seen anyways and right. me going to see it like not a soul to be seen yeah people were passing that by if you had that virus People were passing it around a lot more in those crazed out grocery store lines than they ever were at any Regal or AMC in Manhattan. So, yeah, Matt's reached his let them eat cake phase of this yes. quarantine. <laughs> well, no, because now, now after my, uh, after I like, you know, got all of the information mm, or whatever, yes, 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 I'm, yes, I'm, educated. I'm quarantined. This is uh-huh. day two of it yeah. for me. It's very stressful. Also, Also, can I just say that I had a whole freaking lot of people who I barely know (laughs) coming at me in my DMs. And I was like, calm down. I do not know you. I have not seen you in two years. We met at a birthday party. Like, whatever. You can. So did you reply to them or did you leave them on? I sort of was like, oh, coronavirus. So crazy. Whatever. And then (laughs) whatever. I mean, I don't know. What was I supposed to say to them? I don't know. Hey, these well, people. they can they can tune in now and get your scientific it's, read on it's, the situation. It's not it's not like I mean, you obviously sent me some passive aggressive emails or oh, whatever. Yes, yes. But I was like, but I was like, <laughs> I mean, we're friends, so we can do that. And it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> but I was like to have a stranger come at me, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, I mean, I think you touched on this a little bit, but I think something mm-hmm. to consider in all of this is that. So like New York City, eight million people. How many of like how many of those people are going to get coronavirus in the next like worst case scenario would get coronavirus? I mean, a lot. But (laughs) but the number of people who are going to be negatively impacted by this by from all of these like quarantines and Mm -hmm. shutting down and who are losing Mm -hmm. money and could lose their jobs and and not be able to pay rent or have their business shut down is is also a very substantial number. So, I mean, supporting local businesses, that's a spin. (laughs) Yeah, well, let's get into the news of the week because I feel like a lot of it is Corona adjacent or directly. Um, Mm -hmm. But first thing first, our last episode was on The Bachelor and we ended that wondering if there was any chance that Maddie and Peter, bless their hearts, would make it after Barb basically destroyed her on live television. We were both in the camp of, yeah, that's not going to end well. And in less than 48 hours, we were proven right when they announced on their Instagrams that they had decided to go their separate ways. So <laughs> it's all over for yeah. them. I mean, we knew this. We're smart. We know yeah. what's going on in the world. And they've got to fail to succeed. Yes. I mean, <laughs> she had to be there contractually. He had to be there contractually. The fact that they sat together on a couch or whatever and said, well, maybe it'll work. Maybe it doesn't. I don't think that's that much work for them. I don't yeah. think. I think that going into it, they were still planning on like, well, we could try it out and see. Mm-hmm. But Peter's well, what's crazy boy. is like what mama says usually right after right after the finale the bachelor goes on like a publicity tour and like interviews with all these people and talks about his 
happy slash unhappy ending. Peter disappeared, nowhere to be seen. Instead, Hannah Ann, who was the runner up, ended up on all these shows like Ellen and GMA and whatnot. And she's living her best life. And then the night of their breakup announcement, Maddie was in Selena Gomez's stories because they were all having a game night together. So it's like, (laughs) I don't know how that connection happened, but they're now like BFFs who go to each other's homes and play games all night. So I think they're both living their best lives and Peter is still living with his mom. So all of them should be social distancing. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. Um, also, just before we get into this too much, I realize we do not have any reviews and all of you are just sitting around <gasps> yes. your houses with nothing to do. So mm, honestly, get on it. I'm trying to think, do I, do I have any other non-corona related news? I do not think so. Do you? <laughs> yeah. No, it's been pretty big story in the world, if not in your well, heart. So how how is like how has this affected you so far? Like, are you in <laughs> your apartment? Like, are you staying yeah, in yeah. Texas? Are you going like what's the situation? Oh, no. We're we're sticking around. I mean, I <laughs> I think there's a chance that I just think we're trying to play it safe. So right now we're both just sort of self-quarantined. I can work from home. Rob has the week off. So we're just keeping it low key. We got some groceries like last week. So we're all squared away. I just, it'll be weird if it like we go through our two weeks of groceries and then it's even worse. And then we're like, oh, this is supposed (laughs) to last eight (laughs) weeks. Like that's the other thing. I I'm know go it's a lot. Yeah, it's hard to think about, and it's uh, it it is uh, irritating my uh, anxiety. So I'm trying to not like think too far ahead because then my mind just spirals. So for right now, we're playing Nintendo Switch games. Um, we just got a thousand piece um gradient color puzzle that I think will keep us entertained for a few days. <laughs> so well, we're you're trying. lucky. Because it's just the two of you. And also, you guys yeah. have a balcony. Do you have a balcony? Did I make that yes. up? Yes. <laughs> yes. Does know, that make like, a difference? The wonderful things that you have. I'm yeah. in an apartment <laughs> with two people that I barely know. And, you know, it's That's just true. a lot to be in such enclosed space mm-hmm. with, like, not... With people that you're used to, like, never really having to right. interact with. And then the thought of me, like, being trapped here for eight uh, weeks. <laughs> and then also, like... You guys have a living room. I guess we have a living room too, but you know, it's like you, you have like multiple rooms. You can sprawl out. I have like my bed. I right. I have a desk. I don't even have a desk chair. I just sit on a stool when I record yeah. this podcast. So for eight weeks, none of here, your, none of your friends invited you over for a quarantine hangout. I mean, not an eight Ooh. week long quarantine <laughs> hangout. My parents were like, oh, you can come home to Michigan. But one, you know, then I could be spreading the virus yeah. to a new community or whatever, because I could be a secret host. Exactly, Who knows? Definitely. And then and also my parents live in the middle of nowhere and the <laughs> internet there isn't fast oh, enough yeah. to watch Netflix. So it's <laughs> like I can't even go there because I don't I don't like I wouldn't be able to record the podcast. I wouldn't be able to work. I wouldn't be able to watch anything. And my parents were like, well, oh, you could go to um, 
like my parent, my dad's office if I wanted to watch something. But <laughs> it's like my dad's a doctor. I'm not going to go sit in a doctor's <laughs> office during a medical like emergency to to be like streaming Netflix movies. So <sighs> instead, I'm stuck here for who knows how long. The nice thing is with this week is that I'm still have to go into work because. <laughs> Our office is moving, which is wild that that's happening at this time. Yeah. But so we, so I have to go in and pack up boxes for the next three days, and then also I have I'm writing my book, and it's due at the end of the month. So really, Uh-oh. for as like relaxing as this looks for other people, where you know, yeah, you're like, hmm, how can I possibly pass this time? I'm like, <laughs> I'm still busy, and I also am still stuck. In this frigging apartment, about to lose my yeah. mind, and also it's you're been an a day. Is that I is am that right? <laughs> an extrovert? Like I am just like ready to get out of here. I never even binge watch oh things. Gosh. Like I can only watch about two episodes of something, and I get stir crazy. <laughs> and yet here I am. Sounds like this might be <sighs> this might be some oh good meditative moments ahead of you. Just some centering exercises, you know. I'm just. Mostly how I've started um, channeling my nervous energy is into just Ugh. praying that I get the coronavirus <laughs> soon. Because once I have oh it gosh. and I'm done with it, I then don't I think can, that's true. Then you can I, go about, right? I don't think, I think you can still catch it after you've had it once. Like, no, I think it's, no. I think, I think that's, that's, that's not heard. true. Okay, well, I haven't. I watched it, Contagion and <laughs> Outbreak, and that is not yeah, how that worked in those settings. This is a different disease, and I think if it's you can catch it like multiple times, you can catch then, the flu. Multiple then we can just going to be stuck in the quarantine forever. Yeah. <laughs> think about the that. The idea is we're flattening the curve. Remember, we're right, but we're... but all those little bouncing dot things I've seen. <laughs> that people have sent to me all have to do with then the <laughs> dot turns purple at the end because you can't catch it anymore. That's clearly so if I can catch it multiple right times, then what am I doing? <laughs> Denial and, and guilt and all of this. So I'm glad you have this podcast to work through it, but do you have any news to share with the class or? Um... Okay. 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 <laughs> Thank you for the patronizing tone. Um, well, uh, Tom Hanks was the first celebrity to get yeah. coronavirus. Him and his wife, Rita Wilson, both had it while they were in Australia, which, you know, sad. They appear to be doing <laughs> fine. Uh, They're on social media, you know, doing stuff. I think they'll be okay. The most interesting part of this story for me was, did you know that why he was in Australia? Uh, no. He was there to film that Elvis movie that Vanessa Hudgens' ex-boyfriend Austin Butler is in, that he's playing Elvis. And I guess Tom Hanks is playing Elvis's manager in this movie, which I did not know. Oh, my God, you do. Cute. A return to form for him. So I'm excited for that. Well, it's probably been on hold. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, everything's on hold, but... Idris Elba also has coronavirus, although I I think he just got it recently. And he also looked fine. And in his video, it was (laughs) him next to his daughter. And I was like, what? Get her away from from you if you have corona. But I guess whatever. Yeah. Well, what's crazy about that? I think Tom, I think Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have been released from the hospital like 20 minutes ago is what I saw on Twitter. Oh, perfect. So that's good news. I think Idris Elba is what's interesting about his case is that he was asymptomatic. So it was like the only reason he got tested was because he knew he had been around someone who was positive for it. And so he had no symptoms and, you know, so 
uh, silent, um, silent virus. So Matt, yeah. uh, you might already yeah. have it and, uh, well, it's not doing you much good. So I'm just praying that it's, I'm just praying it'll start showing symptoms soon. <laughs> yeah. If I've been yeah. spreading it around the brunch <laughs> locales of Manhattan. But what's been more crazy for our, you know, hobby here is just the way that the film industry, the entertainment industry has completely uh, come to a standstill. I mean, mm-hmm. news broke while we were in New York together that like James Bond was pushing back its release date, Fast and the Furious. And then suddenly this last week, it was like everything coming out in the next couple months is like we're delayed 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 so mulan is out of the window a quiet place is out of the window peter rabbit the sequel oh my gosh like so sad for what's his face james james corden yeah the wildest one is that they bumped back new mutants which we had oh, talked yeah. about on the podcast i don't know a couple months ago about how that movie just has been pushed back yeah. so many times and it's like at yes. this point just put it out of its misery just release it on streaming or yeah. or release it in these empty theaters that no one can go to because <laughs> we're under curfew like it'll still make more money that way than it will if it comes out yeah well what's crazy hearts, is like, it's like, like Honestly, if who owns that? Is it technically Disney now? Like it's a, I don't um, know. But whoever owns yes. that, it's like they could make more money if that was a new release that came to one of these streaming sites. Because the only one that I've seen do something clever so far is Disney Plus was like, oh, you guys are all at home. Like, guess what? We're putting Frozen 2 out three months before we plan to. So like sign your kids up now because they're all stuck at home and you can just put this on. And like it, it was a huge success. Like it was, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers. I don't know if they released those, but like it was, you know, um, uh, viral on Twitter and like people were so grateful. So it seems like a good opportunity for a movie like that to be like, yeah, we probably aren't going to make the money back on this. So here you go. Free streaming, you know? (laughs) Well, Hulu, um, released whatever that movie was with Pete Davidson a couple weeks early because that wasn't supposed to come out for a little bit. And then and then who is it? Someone or another, who owns the hunt? Um Universal. Universal. Universal, yeah. They're releasing a bunch of their movies that were in theaters on streaming, I think later this week. So they'll be twenty dollars. Yeah, Yeah. paper. But I mean which yeah, okay, not not as affordable but <laughs> they'll make more money doing that than they would if it just isn't because because the thing yeah. is for a while i think people thought okay well the movie theaters will still be going but there'll just be less people at it or we can only mm-hmm. fill it to 50 percent capacity but then yeah. in new york and elsewhere they've just shut down all the theaters so now like even if the theater wanted to stay open, they can't. So, so even if somebody was to have a movie that came out within the next weeks, it would not be watchable because there are no theaters for it to be in. So, for something like um, The Hunt or Emma, which were in theaters for several weeks, they're not going to make any more money if they're yeah. in theaters now. So they might as well put them on on demand. The thing yeah. that I think will be interesting in all of this is like. So once the theaters get back up and running, because at some point they will, like, what are they going to show? Because there's going to be nothing old to show. Like, they'll just be whatever the new week's new yeah. releases are. Or will they be like, well, we're st- put Sonic the Hedgehog back on there. It's been <laughs> four months since it's been out, but who wants to watch it? Yeah, I know. It's pretty wild. I mean, 
the great the thing about Universal doing that is they're also doing like the Invisible Man, so that's like a very smart like financial decision. I just can't believe they're charging twenty dollars for a rental. Like I get it, but I hate it. So we'll see if I come around to <laughs> suffering through that. But the other thing is, it's like yeah, once the theaters open, like are all these movies gonna jockey for a fall? you know, winter slot? Is it going to be like weekends where you have a quiet place complete competing with Mulan, competing with promising young women, like just like these heavy hitters where it's just like a real battle of the best at the box office? Like it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think what will happen is that a lot of stuff that is slated for the fall will just get bumped back into next spring or Mm. or they'll... I think I think that probably what will happen is that next winter spring will be much stronger than normal <laughs> because I think whatever was slated for this spring either I bet a lot of that will just get bumped a whole year or things from or stuff from now will get bumped to the fall and then stuff from the fall they'll bump forward into like the next winter spring cycle. That's what I'm yeah. guessing will happen. I mean I the only one I saw that has a permanent release date is Fast and the Furious 9 was scheduled to release this June and instead of just being like oh we're delayed they're like fine we'll release it in June of 2021 so it's like a whole year like that is just wild to me and obviously you don't care about Fast and the Furious but the idea that it's like what if A Quiet Place has to do something similar or all these movies it's just it's weird the ripple effects and like what will that mean like south by southwest is canceled tribeca was canceled like a lot of these festivals are just being canceled so it's like what movies are going to come out what will the oscars look like you know the the other thing though to consider is that right now all of these film sets are also shut down so whatever is currently filming or would be filming in the next couple months won't be filming so at some point there'll be another gap in the cycle where all of the movies that should be coming out i don't know maybe like early next year next summer which are filming now aren't filming so i think they'll have a window where they can put these in the thing that i'm more concerned about honestly is like which theaters are going to survive Mm -hmm. the the run because the it's been an issue for you know several years now this like streaming versus theaters and how more and more people are streaming things less and less people are going to theaters that's why you know movie pass and um like AMC stubs came about to try to get people to go back now after however many months where these theaters are just sitting there paying rent, not making a dime. Mm -hmm. And all of these streaming platforms are making loads of money because you have like captive audience that are forced to watch (laughs) this stuff. It's going to be a question of like, are a lot of these smaller indie theaters going to be able to stay open? Will one of the big chains lose enough money that it'll have to close? Like, I don't know. It's sort of a depressing thing to think about. (laughs) But I do also think that, especially if this quarantine lasts several months, which it looks like it's going to, because the thing with flattening the curve is that you're basically just spreading everything out further. So it's going to last longer that I think come this summer or whenever we're done with this, people are going to be like, very starved <laughs> for things to do you know what i mean yeah. like when i get out of quarantine i will not be in my apartment for another like <laughs> six months after that like i yeah, will sleep on sure. the train just to feel the presence <laughs> of other people yeah 
<laughs> no, it's true. It'll be interesting to see how it how it all shakes out. I kind of am resistant to the idea like some some Twitter folks think, yeah, you should just release a quiet place on Netflix or whatever. And it's like, no, I think we need to still value the theater experience and like appreciating big movies on big screens and t- stuff like that. But I do have a funny story from the coronavirus um, entertainment world, which is oh. a video um, went viral of an Italian street singing an oh, Italian yes. song. <laughs> which was very sweet it was very moving like so nice but of course the internet you know has to do something with this so people started to edit it to make it seem like the street was singing like pop songs and multiple pop stars fell for it like one was like oh my gosh this italian neighborhood sings roar by Katy perry like yes. listen to how moving <laughs> and Katy perry like retweeted it and was like oh we're all in this together like nothing but love and i don't let's see who else fell for it i just thought it was the most delightful thing Katy perry um madonna cheryl like Cheryl, bless her heart, is like, who you think some Italian town has memorized your song and is now singing that in the midst of a quarantine? Like, come on, girl, be realistic. Well, the best thing is that, like, this Italian town, yeah, supposedly knows English well <laughs> enough to be able to sing every like, word to a song, and then they also have it memorized. Like, yeah. <laughs> I could not lean out my window and sing every word to a song for more than maybe like six songs, you know, like there's not that many songs that I could do. And probably (laughs) the ones that I could do, you couldn't, you know what I mean? Like I'm not even sure I could do the whole national anthem without a, like a, yeah, but you cannot break the human spirit as Katy Perry says. So, you know, maybe they just all Googled the, the lyrics to we are, we are the world and started singing that. I mean, it was just a delightful, (laughs) insight into these pop stars like own ego like come on like just think this through Katie before retweeting it but time will tell whether or not the human spirit can be broken (laughs) currently I am on day two of my uh (laughs) quarantine and it is not looking pretty yeah like a soft day two like you were grocery shopping last yesterday afternoon so I was grocery shopping yesterday morning. Oh, so okay. okay. <laughs> it's 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 basically two days. Yeah, then then another one of these people was like, You've only been inside for one day. I've been inside for five days. I was like, Well, I had to work <laughs> two days ago, so I you know, whatever. <laughs> Matt's really feeling the heat, so just keep pressuring him, keep him indoors, send him your angry DMs. It's working, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or, or write a review for the podcast. If you're yeah. sitting around, write a review for the podcast. If you have time to send me hate mail on Instagram yeah. and I have not spoken to you in two years, please just instead write a review. Give me five stars and complain about me there. Whatever. Yes. Okay. Mm. Do you have any other news or or should we go? No, let's get it? into love it or hate it. We have yeah. a whole nother episode to talk about coronavirus on Thursday. So, you know. <laughs> Just Corona, Corona done up. Although I yeah. should also say, clearly our <laughs> timeline of episodes that we were planning to do oh, has yeah, been screwed up. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> if you have ideas mm. of things for us to cover or things that you want us to cover, like let us know. This mm-hmm. Thursday we're doing a coronavirus themed special but oh, yes. we can't only watch outbreak <laughs> movies Too for bad. the next two months 
Although these were oddly reassuring to me. Anyways, um, okay, love it or hate it. What do you have? Um, so in my anxiety-ridden haze, I thought the best thing to do during this pandemic was to read books about apocalyptic <laughs> moments. Wrong. So I've like burned through some serious apocalyptic fiction. But the one that has really stood out as like, wow, this is actually good, is this book called Severance um, by Ling Ma. It came out in 2018, so it's relatively new. And Where did you debut. even get these? Did you order them on Amazon? Oh, no, I have a, I have a Kindle. That's oh, I yeah, have a library right. card. So I just borrow books digitally from the library. But anyways, <laughs> okay. Severance by Ling Ma is a book that's like, it's about like this millennial who's working at this job she doesn't love. She's just like this office drone who's just working to get these dumb. <clears throat> she's like a, I don't know the term exactly, but somehow she's helping with like uh, translating, like getting Bibles published internationally. Like it's like a weird oh. anyways, publishing venue. <laughs> okay. So the point is, it's just like boring drone level work. And then as she's working this like, pandemic goes through the city goes through the world everyone's dying everything's like going wrong and she's just like carrying on like going to work and it's just a very dry like satire very funny um deadpan like quirky story and i can't stop reading it it's just absolutely delightful so far i haven't finished it but i'm very engaged by it and it feels like you know, obviously it's an extreme, but as Matt pointed out, there's something satisfying about reading a truly apocalyptic book or watching an apocalyptic movie and being like, oh, we don't have it that bad. (laughs) So I would recommend it. It's been a lot of fun. The characters are, are really fresh and interesting. I mean, she's like a a first generation American and it's just she runs into all these other survivors eventually who all have their different reasons to survive and so it's an interesting look at humanity and like what what eventually like motivates us enough to keep going and so (laughs) so far very good I recommend it on this the eve of our own pandemic so Mm, thrilling Um, (laughs) I'm I the one thing the pandemic is doing for me is helping me get through Bleak House, which I've been reading since <laughs> last May, and I only have 50 pages left. So thank you, coronavirus, for yeah. helping me finish that bad boy off. Um, that's not my love it or hate it. My oh, love okay. it or hate it, the last movie that I saw in theaters <laughs> before the theaters closed was mm-hmm. Onward, the new Pixar movie. Did you oh. see this yet? No, I had no interest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay um i mean to be fair i think we talked about it on our 2020 predictions and neither of us was like that thrilled by the trailers i mean i wasn't but also i was desperate for things to get (laughs) out of the apartment on saturday (laughs) before i was shamed so i went and saw this literally there was maybe i mean we had a whole row to ourselves and it was one of those like big recliner chair theaters so like could not see a soul so the number of people that i could have potentially infected in this theater was nil (laughs) but whatever onward turned out to be very very good i was 
underwhelmed sort of by the trailers and wasn't that excited for it. But, you know, it's Pixar and they just have a way of doing a good job even when you're not expecting it. It's about these brothers whose dad died when they were very young, who on what, the younger brother's 16th birthday, they le- he left this like staff that has a crystal in it. And for one day, the father can sort of like come back to life and spend time with his sons. But the crystal like malfunctions, so only the bottom half of the father reappears. So it's just like his legs. So they have to kind of go on a cross country journey to find another crystal so that they can bring the father back. But they only have 24 hours because that's how long the bottom half of them will last. Yeah. One of the cool things is the world that it's set in because it's set in a magical world. Like the main characters are elves. There's pixies and dwarves and dragons and all kinds of things. But it's like after the magic has left. So it's very every day, but just with these magical creatures. So like the magical, so like the, the older brother elf is very into D and D like dungeons and dragons, but they think that all of that stuff is sort of fake and hokey because they don't have magic anymore. So it's a Mm. weird kind of like dichotomy. And then as the movie progresses, characters start to kind of like find their magic and realize that it's, um, that it, it it does still exist in the universe if they kind of like know how to access it, but it's a really, really great sibling movie, which I feel like there aren't, a ton of and I always appreciate when you have those especially as someone who has siblings and who is close with them but also squabbles with them a lot I think that these kind of movies are really good and there's kind of some twists in it it has a very touching emotional ending um you know maybe more emotional because I was on the verge of you know a mental breakdown and also (laughs) the pandemic approaching but I was very moved by it I don't know when it will if it will come back yeah. to theaters, if it when will be will done, this, if but... it will go to Disney Plus, who knows? But <laughs> at some point in the future, if you're live, you should watch Onward. <laughs> yeah, I've heard good things. I mean, I think it was a low end Rotten Tomatoes score for a Pixar movie, but that was still like in the mid 80s. So I'm sure it's good. But but yeah, I um. I thought about risking going to a movie theater, but nothing caught my eye that much. So I figured you didn't want to go see Bloodshot. <laughs> yeah, no. I thought about finally, finally getting to watch um, Call of the Wild, but it wasn't showing anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> that was a mercy kill, right yeah. there. <laughs> Truly, yeah. But anyways, um, we hope you guys can enjoy your quiet time at home. And we are always here, right? So just put on your favorite podcast and then leave us a review. But for more content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PS You're Wrong. Um, and that's all. <laughs> yeah, leave us a review. Um and who knows? I mean, the more crazed and starved for uh, social connections I get, I, we might be doing an episode every day, you know, oh, multiple well, times a yeah, day. That's not... <laughs> I'll just no force promises. Shelby into it. I'll call her and be like, <laughs> yeah. we're doing it. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, see. We'll see. But we'll be back on Thursday to talk about contagion and outbreak and more coronavirus because I know that you're not getting enough of that in your life as it is. <laughs> we'll see you then. Bye.